Hi, I'm Phnom. Hi, I'm Mardis. And today we're going to talk about designing for the planet. We all live on this beautiful planet Earth, but it's undeniable that she's suffering. We are polluting ecosystems, we're displacing people because of climate change, and we're seeing species disappearing every day at alarming rates. This needs to stop. So in this episode, we're going to cover the myths and misconceptions around the word sustainability, and we're going to attempt to replace that word with regeneration. And then finally, we're going to cover how designers like us are going to turn things around. Now we see a lot of portfolios of young designers and honestly professional designers that tout the importance of sustainability and they, they create products that are quote unquote sustainable. But the problem is oftentimes they have batteries in them, they have computer chips that really aren't easily recycled. They go straight to the landfill. Let's talk about a chair, a sustainable chair. It might be made out of a corn-based plastic that we call PLA and infused with chips of wood. From the untrained eye, you might look at that and go, oh wow, those are natural materials. That's amazing. When you go to recycle that, you can't separate those two materials. It causes all kinds of impurities and makes that plastic less likely to be used again and again. The idea we'd like to push forward in this episode is thinking about sustainability, not as a single material, but as an entire system. What happens when we draw a raw material from planet Earth we manufacture it, we sell it to a consumer, the consumer uses it, and at the very end of its useful life cycle, they throw it away. This is called cradle to grave. We wanna think about things as cradle to cradle. Think about it, things as a full circular economy. Imagine if your trash could become food for planet Earth to give it nutrition to grow the next material to create the next product. A lot of you are familiar with the graph that describes the circular economy. Things that you can recycle, you can reuse, you can remanufacture. But the biggest circle of them all is things that you can regenerate. Nature is right here and has been practicing regenerative designs for billions of years. It's created and replaced ecosystems with other ones, ecosystems that work together. The bacterial world with the fungi world, with the animal world, with the plant world all together in a way that works in harmony, so they end up with zero pollution. Designers like us can practice biomimicry, which is taking inspiration directly from nature and natural systems in order to create objects, for example. There's a very exciting branch of technology that's coming up called synthetic biology. It's basically manipulating DNA to create materials that do what we need them to do. So imagine the computer using right now. Perhaps there's one way in the future where we can grow that computer. And then once we're done using that computer, we can throw it away back to nature. For example, a mycelium networks. Now these are these fibrous fungi that grow in the ground between forests. And they've been known to be up to hundreds of miles in uh, scale. But imagine if we can grow those, which work very much like our own neural network through chemistry and electricity. Imagine we can apply that to the mycelium and grow a computer chip. It can be fully regenerative. Now let's talk about how good design can influence change. One, let's stop making things out of virgin plastic when we don't need to. 
Virgin plastic is very useful when you need to control the properties of the materials of the end product. But most of the things that we use as single-use plastic doesn't need that. So let's use and reuse the same plastic again until you can't use it anymore. Let's go a step farther and even talk about removing single-use plastics as they are today. Now, Sway here in San Francisco is a company that's developing plastics out of seaweed. So they can take it, process it, and give it to the consumer. But when it's done with its useful life, it can be easily put into a compost bin and returned to nature. Strategists and designers like us can influence consumers into making the right decisions. Maybe the consumer can ask themselves, do I need this? Am I going to use it more than two or three times? And perhaps that can influence the way they consume and perhaps influence industries from there. Let's stop creating monstrous hybrids. And those are those materials that are bound together. And when we put them in the recycling bin, they're really difficult to recycle. Now, a company called PulseForge is actually changing that dynamic a little bit. They're taking all these different components and they're putting them onto recyclable substrates like PET plastic, and thereby making it easier to recycle at the end of their useful life cycle. We've been talking a lot about products, but what about what's around the product? Let's say packaging. 150 years ago, packaging wasn't a thing and people were fine with it. And now we live a lifestyle where we receive packages from Amazon every day. We open the packaging, we don't even read what's on it, and it goes directly into the recycling bin. Is there a way in the future where we can completely bypass packaging altogether and still receive the products that we need? Let's stop idolizing perfect replicas. You know, we make lots of products, mass manufacturers, sometimes millions of them that look exactly the same. In that process, there's a lot of waste to get to that perfection. I like what Nike did with the Space Hippie shoe. They started using recycled plastics and impurities in the plastics, not only to help recycle these foams and, and use them in their product, but they change consumer behavior. The products don't look exactly the same each time. They all have a little bit of personality. Also, they're wasting less material in the process. Let's step away from the unattainable ideal of sustainability and really change a lot of the systems that we've put in place in order to get to a regenerative future. With that, we want to thank you for joining us on this journey through designing for the planet. Feel free to leave comments below. We'd love to hear from you and your thoughts and ideas. And until next time, bye-bye.